0: So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. You're listening to the online marketing made easy podcast episode number 192. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield. And if you happen to be listening to this episode as it goes live, then happy new year. I hope this is your year. I hope you reach every single goal you've set for yourself and for your business. And as my dad always says, I hope every light ahead of you is green. Now, if you happen to be listening to this episode well into the year, that doesn't matter. I think you'll find insight and value and inspiration in this specific episode. So definitely keep listening. Today, I'm going to share with you my core theme of the year, and I've decided to share this with you in hopes that it will inspire you to create your own theme for your business and for your life as well. But beyond just sharing it with you, the theme I've chosen is one that I truly think will help you to embrace the journey of building a business and encourage you to enjoy the process of creating and innovating. So, beyond just sharing my core theme with you, I want to break it down a bit because as I teach even more in the new year around online marketing and new strategies and new tips, I'm going to use this theme as the foundation for all of my lessons. So my theme is make it simple, but significant. Now, yes, I totally ripped off this theme from Don Draper of Mad Men. Now, I absolutely love Don's character in Mad Men. And what makes it even better is he says this theme, make it simple, but significant when he's actually making himself a cocktail in the office with Joan in the middle of the day, no less. You gotta love it, right? So, this theme make it simple but significant. I promise I won't say it like a million times in this episode, but I had to say it a few times to really let it sink in for you. This theme will drive my actions this year. I'll post it somewhere near my desk so I see it every single day. It will be visible in my recording studio and in my co-working space with my team. I'll definitely share it with my team and make sure that they really are on board with the theme as well. I'll say it while I'm walking my dog Scout. I will eat, sleep, and breathe this theme as I create content and share my podcast episodes with you and make videos. It's always going to be about simple but significant that's what I'm going to focus on. So again, I didn't just want to just share it with you and say, Hey, here's my theme. Now go off and make up your own. I actually wanted you to start thinking about this concept inside of your own business. And a lot of the times We don't make it simple as entrepreneurs. So for me, when I hear this theme of simple but significant, here's what it means to me. It means that I'm no longer going to try to do too many things at once. And instead, I'm going to be very intentional about all the different projects that get put on our calendar as a team. It also means that I'm not going to let Too many things fight for my attention because I know if I have a bunch of plates spinning in the air, my mind just cannot focus. So if I simplify, that's not going to happen as much in the new year. Also, it means making a genuine impact. That's where this whole idea of significant comes in one that is honest and real and vulnerable, one that really speaks to my audience. It may not speak to everybody, but it really speaks to those that genuinely are learning from me. And it means getting real and always seeing consistent results in the work that I do in my own business and those of my students. It means working on the right things, simple but significant. And it also means that I'm seeing transformation happen, whether that means seeing it in you, my students, my listeners, or seeing that transformation in me as well. But I know if I simplify and really zero in on what will make the impact, that is where I'm going to find my happy place. That is where I'm going to make the biggest impact. So I wanted to share with you what it means to me, and as you create your own theme, and maybe you've already done this, when you create your theme for your business for the year, and I think everybody should do this, I think it's important that you're able to talk about it in the way that I just shared with you. Like, what does that theme you created mean to you? Why is it important? What does it mean to your audience and those that are going to learn from you? So today, I thought I would share my theme with you, which I've done, but also what I'm calling my three V's, like the letter V, like Volkswagen, the three V's. And these are three ways I'm going to embody this theme over the year with the hopes that I can be an example To all of you, I'll go first, I'll show you what it looks like, I'll use it in my business, and then I'll share it with you throughout the year. And again, my hope is that it will inspire you and move you forward in the direction that you want to go. So let's go ahead and dive in. So the first way I'm going to make sure I implement my theme of being simple but significant is by being the visionary in my business. And I want to talk to you about this one because it's a little bit embarrassing in terms of how I found out that I wasn't really showing up as the visionary. So, here's what happened. I was flying to New York to go speak at James Wedmore's mastermind. So, I was going to speak there in New York. And I also wanted to kind of be a fly on the wall because I'm always curious about that mastermind. I love what he's doing. So, I wanted to be a part of it. And I also was bringing my project manager, Chloe, with me to New York. I wanted her to experience a mastermind. She had never done so before. So, I thought it would be a great opportunity. So, here we are on the plane and Chloe passes me a few pieces of paper. And she said, I want you to take these quizzes. And when she did this, this was at a time that we were starting to hire more so in our team and we were really figuring out the roles. So she passes me these assessments in the aisle because I booked the travel, and every t- this is why I shouldn't book travel. Every time I book travel, I mess something up. I booked it under my maiden name, which was very bizarre. I don't know how that happened. And we were seating nowhere near each other. So I really screwed up. So she had to come into my aisle and give me this little quiz that she wanted me to take. The quiz was actually from the book Rocket Fuel, and it was a rocket fuel assessment. So I highly recommend this book. And there were two quizzes, actually. One was for what Rocket Fuel calls an integrator, which I would call a project manager position. And the other one was for a visionary. So I actually took both quizzes because Chloe thought it would be fun just to see where I fell on the spectrum of both because she knows I really like a project management role. Like if I were to go work for somebody else, I'd be a great project manager. So I took both of the quizzes and it said that if you hit 80 on either one of the quizzes, that is a good thing. You're in the zone in that role. Well, truth be told, I didn't hit 80 on either of them. I hit a 70 something on the integrator and a 60 something on the visionary role. And I looked at this and I kind of just had to laugh. And I said, I'm not even surprised because no wonder I'm actually not scoring exceptionally high on either because I have my foot in both. And truth be told, I'm more comfortable in that integrator role but that's not my role. I hired Chloe to do that in my business. So I should not be spending too much time there. So it was a huge eye opener for me. And in that moment, I said to myself, I am going to become the visionary of my business. And I wanted to share with you a little bit about what that means to me. So I started to journal about this literally on the plane to New York, and this is what I wrote. I said, to me, a visionary is someone who dreams big, someone who is not afraid of taking risks, someone who is open-minded, always learning, always taking in new ideas and figuring out how they might work in their own setting or their own environment, someone who is an influencer someone who definitely inspires. And to me, I think of a visionary on my team in the way that I inspire every one of my team members. And I've got to do that by being a good communicator as well, because I communicate the direction that we're going and the whole why behind it, why we're going there and why it's important. And I think a good visionary keeps the end in mind. They're always looking forward, never looking back, and they know where they are going. And When I looked at this list, I thought I can see myself sometimes showing up that way, but definitely not all the time. And the reason why it's not all the time is because sometimes I get in the weeds of my business and I start working on projects and become so narrow minded on a slide deck or so narrow minded on one email that's going out that it just crushes my creativity And so I started to think about who would I look at as a really great example of someone who has amazing vision. Now, don't laugh at me because this is a little bit cliche, but I think Oprah has amazing vision. So this is what Forbes said about Oprah. Forbes said, Oprah's people strategy is simple. She invests in top talent, seeks out smart mentors, values her customer, and consistently nourishes each relationship. And when I read that, I was reminded that a visionary also builds relationships, whether it be relationships on the team, relationships with customers and clients, relationships with other influencers. So that was another one that I added to that list. So when I'm thinking about Oprah, to me, it's her mix of business sense, taking care of her viewers or her customers, and relationship building that makes her truly amazing. Plus, she's not afraid to take risks. I mean, she's a perfect example. She's got the O network that never even existed just a few years back when she had a talk show. Maybe that was many years back. It feels like yesterday that she had a talk show. But she's completely reinvented herself. That's another one, reinvention. I think a visionary is really good at reinventing themselves, their businesses, their teams. And so when I think about all that, I get excited. You could probably hear it in my voice, but I want to ask you, are you being a visionary in your business? If you own the business, if it is yours, whether you are the personal brand or not, that doesn't matter. But if it is your business, I see it as your role. In most cases, 99% of the situations, you would be the visionary. And I want to know, are you showing up that way? And if you're not too sure, be really honest when you take that rocket fuel assessment, because I kind of wanted to score a little bit higher when I answered each individual question. But if I was being brutally honest, then I wasn't scoring very high on any of the questions, hence why I didn't score high overall. So just be really honest. So here's my exercise for each of these V's. Remember, we've got the three V's. First one, visionary role. I'm going to give you an exercise. And I want you to start thinking about one, who is your visionary role model and think about what makes them that type of mentor or role model to you. And the second thing is I want you to define for yourself what makes you a visionary? Who do you need to be or who are you today? So you might say, I'm an innovator or I am an influencer or I am a connector, but I think you should journal just like I did to get really clear about what it means to show up as a visionary in your own business. So that's the first V as it relates to me really implementing my core theme of simple but significant throughout the year. Okay, moving on to the second V. Remember, we've got the three Vs. The second V is vulnerable. And specifically, it's be more vulnerable in your business. Now, truth be told, I've always tried to be vulnerable and open and honest in all that I do in my business. But at times, it didn't really come naturally to me. I want to show up as professional, and like I have it all together, and I want to be your leader in this online marketing world that you're navigating. But at the same time, I want to be real. So one of my really big attempts to invite you in and really show you a different side of me was episode number 179, The Real Truth, Why I Hate Video hint, it's my weight. That was the official title. But if you heard it, you know that I got pretty vulnerable in that episode. I mean, sometimes I still cringe thinking about it. However, I'm so glad that I did it. So I felt like I had to do that episode to really show you all sides of me, but I actually didn't realize that it would affect other people's lives profoundly in many ways. So I got to tell you a quick story. I have a friend, his name is Ray Edwards, and he is a dear friend. He's one of those friends that I may not talk to all the time. I don't get to see him a lot. But the minute that we show up at, let's say, the same marketing event or whatever it might be, we're just... Instantly connected, like no time has passed. And I feel like he's family. And so the reason I tell you this is because I did this wait episode. And then somebody said, Amy, have you listened to Ray Edwards' podcast? And I hadn't yet. It was like the newest episode. And so I was on my way to the hairstylist and I put it on while I was driving. And probably not a good idea because I cried the entire way to get my hair done. I showed up and she's like, are you okay?" But I wasn't okay because here's the deal. Ray heard my episode and he said, you know what? I had to go right into my studio. No editor, no producer. It was just going to be me, real, raw, no script. And I was going to tell the truth about my battle or my experience with what he calls the Parkinson's. So Ray has battled with Parkinson's for a while and he's talked about it a little, but this was a whole different experience. He actually said, this was at the very beginning. I'm going to read it to you. He said, I just listened to an episode of Amy Porterfield's podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. That episode shook me up. And then he says, ha the first Parkinson's joke of the episode. And then he goes on to say, after hearing Amy speak so powerfully, I felt an overwhelming sense that I needed to say a few things publicly. Now I get chills even reading that because it just means so much to me that he did what he did. And you've got to listen to this episode. I will definitely link to it in the show notes. It's a perfect example of somebody that is just putting it all out on the table, holding nothing back. I mean, at moments during his podcast episode, he shared some things that just broke my heart about how the Parkinson's is progressing in his life. It just really hit me hard about the importance of being vulnerable and how it can actually impact other people's lives. So, Ray, you gave me a gift in that episode, so I just wanted to publicly say thank you so very much for putting that out there. And so if we go back to the core theme of simple but significant, it gets really complicated when you start to become someone you're not as an online business owner and personality. It's easy to lose yourself when you're building an online business. And there's many reasons why that could happen, and we won't get into all of that right now. But I will say that social media makes it really hard. We all want to look like we've got it together. I know I do. We all want to look like things are running really smoothly And my fear is if I show you guys the messy side of things too often, you'll think that I'm not a good leader, or you'll think that if Amy doesn't have it all together, then why would we want to spend money and buy her courses? Because she's a hot mess over there. So these are the things that like when I'm being really dramatic, this is what goes through my mind. But if I'm going to commit to being significant, but keeping things really simple, I've got to show up as myself. I cannot put on airs and I cannot be someone I'm not. So you'll see me do that more and more in the coming year because I, I really do believe it's an important part of enjoying the business that you're creating and connecting with people on a real honest level. So there you have it. That is the second V, be more vulnerable in your business. And I wanna give you an exercise. So imagine what you could do if you were more open and honest in your life, whether it be your personal life or in your business life. And imagine if you were more willing to share. And I want to give you a mission. I want you to push yourself. As we get into the new year, or if you're listening to this late into the year, I want you to think about how can I show up more like myself in my videos, in my podcast, in my social media, in the courses I create, in the webinars that I do? How can I be more me authentically, and how can I use that to impact other people's lives? Think about it. Where's one area where you could be more vulnerable right now? Okay, so there's your exercise. Think about it. I hope you take action with it. We're going to dive into the final V. Now, number three is a little bit more tactical because I can't help myself. I want this to be very actionable for you. And three is be vigilant in your business. Now, in episode number 183, I put together an entire promotional planning process for you. I called it the new year planning episode, but you can use it at any time when you're planning your promotional calendar inside your business. So part of that process was a step called map it out. So maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. That's okay. But the map it out process was where you are actually writing inside of a calendar All of your promotions and any time you need to lead up to the promotion or any white space you need between promotions, you are supposed to calendar it all out. Now, I have a feeling that many of you did some of the planning process, but probably many of you didn't actually go to the calendar and map it all out. If you did, get up, do a little happy dance. I'm very proud that you did so. But if you haven't, this is the opportunity to really push yourself because I want to make sure that if you look at the next six months of the year, no matter where you are in the year, look at the next six months and have you already put on the calendar the time that you are going to create whatever it is that you want to sell, the time that you need to review everything and make sure it's all working properly before you launch, the time you're actually launching, and after that, the time that you need to deliver whatever it is you sold. Is all of that on the calendar? If not, your exercise is to go back to episode 183, maybe re-listen to it or listen to it for the first time and plan out your next six months from start to finish. Don't skip any of the steps and really make sure that you're vigilant in terms of mapping it out on the calendar, because if it's not on the calendar, I'm going to bet it's not going to happen Harsh, I know, but it is very, very true. I've seen it in my own business as well. So what do the next six months look like? Is it on the calendar? Not just, hey, I'm going to promote in February, but do you have the actual dates mapped out? Have you talked about how you're going to promote? Have you looked at how much time you need to ramp up in order to promote and how much time you need to create whatever it is you're going to sell? I want you to think about all of that. I know that feels a little bit heavy, but this is how we promote. This is how we do business. This is how you create campaigns. You've got to think about all these different elements and then get them on the calendar. So there you have it. Thank you so very much for letting me share my own theme for the year. Heck, if you like it, you could definitely steal it since I actually stole it from Don Draper. But one more time, make it simple, but significant. And again, those three V's that go along with that. Number one, be the visionary in your own business. Number two, be more vulnerable in your business. And heck, in your own personal life, that's a good life lesson, right? And number three, be vigilant in your business. The three V's that hopefully will inspire you and encourage you to keep innovating in your business and keep doing the stuff that is really making an impact here's my wish for you. My wish for you is that you absolutely fall in love with the projects that you're working on for this new year. And you fall in love with not only your business and your projects, but your team and your clients and those you serve. I recently did a podcast episode all around getting more specific in your niche. And I interviewed a woman, her name is Danelle German, she's the cat groomer. If you follow along in my podcast, you know who I'm talking about. And I loved that she said, you know, at one point in my business, I just lost that love and feeling and I had to get it back. And if that's where you are at right now, you've got to find a way to get it back. And I think creating a theme will help you do that. You'll remember why you're doing what you're doing, what your mission is and who you serve. I also hope that this is the year that you find your voice and you show up vulnerable more often than not and that you lead with confidence and conviction. That's truly my wish for you. So thank you so very much for listening. I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. And in next week's episode, number 193, we are talking about a question I get asked all the time. And that is, Amy, should I join a mastermind? And if so, how do I know which one to join? And I did an episode about masterminds over a year ago, but I want to approach it in a different way because the questions still keep coming up. So I cannot wait to talk about masterminds and if you should join one in the next episode. I'll see you next week. Bye for now.